That's yeah, so it was scary. it was pretty intense, bro. You think it was demonic? You think it's demonic in nature? Definitely. Are you, I mean, it was evil. Don't you eat those little cherries that are on the bushes though? Yeah, I've I've been eating the berries in the backyard that <laughs> yeah. fall from our tree. Yeah, I keep telling you those are like the it's bad. It's free foods though. They're you can put them. They fit in your throat. This is a common misconception. You can physically I've chew them. That, that's what I'm saying. This is a common misconception. I find when I when something is the length or width or chew a chewable amount where I can fit that inside my gullet, I tend to do so. It's food like. It's food adjacent. Nature. Yeah. Yeah. And that's got so, me in a lot of trouble. Fugo belly. Fugo belly. For nutrients. I've eaten hundreds of dollars in the past year alone. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I eat Q-tips because I say, hey, look like tasty tastes so sweet. Yeah. Sweet snack. And so I'll, I'll try, I think, if ears got so much goddamn wax, what the, what my, what my throat got? Yeah. And then I end up swallowing it. And then I whole, eat a whole popsicle stick. <laughs> I like to, when I get popsicle stick, I like to play swords with it till it melts off. Yeah. That's cool. It's whatever, dude. Dude, actually, weirdly enough, I used to eat, like, lollipop sticks when I was a little kid. <laughs> I did too, yeah. That's like, that and, and it wasn't like <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like, I was like, yeah, I can do you know, like it was you were just weird, capable of doing. Yeah, it. it was this weird thing in my head, like my fucking body is a machine. You know, <laughs> I can eat anything. <laughs> just eat a popsicle stick. Like, yeah, my body can eat wood. What can you do? <laughs> I used to eat ants and stuff. Really? Uh, yeah. Did you eat glue? I did not. I was not a glue one. I'm sure I've had some Elmers by process of elimination. <laughs> I did used to crush up ants. I was all about shock value as a kid. So, like, oh. I would. I'd go on the playground, I'd find ant, I'd smush it, and I'd eat it, and I'd yeah. go, Jack it's has good. a pretty big, you know, impact yes. on my life. Yes, it, it hit me really hard, and it hit my parents really hard. They ended up divorcing. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I would eat them, and then, and then I would turn to everyone, and I would go, it's good, it's actually good. And you're like, this guy's a fucking freak. Because you're like, fuck loser. yeah, I am. Fuck yeah, can I stay I'm at your different. house tonight? Can I stay at your house tonight? <laughs> Things are good at my home. Yeah, my parents are fighting a lot. Yeah, I'm crazy. I used to also pour salt in my eyes at lunch. You know what we did on the bus? You remember those, uh, they were those little icebreaker balls. Yes. You remember those? Those little mint balls. Were they chewy? They were, yeah, and they were like the size of an airsoft BB. Uh-huh. We would squirt them in our eyes and on I know the exactly bus. what you're talking about. And, uh. Oh my God. Oh my you know, I think God. around that time my eyesight started to go poor, so <laughs> there could be a relation to that. But uh, it's funny because it was it was like uh, elementary school Rodos. It was a very similar feeling. I forgot about Rodos. Yeah, yeah. right. You stop smoking pot and forget about <laughs> the small things that make it enjoyable. Yeah, and it would hurt really bad. But it was like a point of pride. You're like, yeah. dude, I'm I'm just gonna kill all the stoned in me. And your you, your eyes get more red at first. <laughs> yeah, they get more irritated, and then they clear right off. Oh, me and Brett, I remember me and Brett would do the <laughs> thing where we would smoke hella fucking nug before school, and then we would only put eye drops in one of our eyes. <laughs> the other one would look like we had like shitty ass butthole pink Just eye. Fucking, yeah, which is so funny because you thought that was funny, <laughs> but I guarantee you, if teachers didn't know that you were high at school. 
they were like, this guy has a problem with washing his hands because he consistently has pink eye. Yeah. <laughs> he has habitual pink eye. Holy shit, how's that eye not just rotted and fell out by now, man? Every day for the past six months, he has had pink eye. <laughs> and some days it switches to the other eye. <laughs> Baffling. Maybe he just has a really mean older brother. <laughs> Keep farting in one of his eyes. I remember one time... Uh, when uh, when I rode a lot of BMX and our little posse of uh, BMX riders, like Jason's dad, the Jason's family, his dad was like the go-to. Like he would take us to all these places. And uh-huh. I don't know, the older I get, the more I realize how some parents would make like, I understand the notion of sacrifice. No, uh-huh. like, I don't understand <laughs> it, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I think about that now, like, I remember, like, growing up in Forsyth County, there wasn't really, you know, there wasn't skate parks nearby. So we would have to drive, you know, an hour to, I remember, Duncan Creek in, like, Swanee, Georgia. Yeah. So you think about it, parent has to drive an hour there. Obviously, it's a bunch of, like, 13 and 14-year-old boys. We don't want you, the parent, hanging out. So then they go home. (laughs) So it's an hour there, an hour back, and then they got to come pick us up and then drive back. It's four hours. <laughs> Could you imagine doing that, like on your day off now? Oh, that sounds like, like no. a nightmare. No, I don't want to do that. I won't even do stuff for myself. Yeah, you know? I <laughs> hardly go to the grocery store. I won't even do shit I like to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, man, I got to do this thing at four, so that means the whole day is a wash, yeah. you know? Bro, I got to go look at. I got to go to the bookstore and look around for books I like. I'm but, not doing it. Anyways, Mr. Edgecombe took us to Nashville to like ride this these parks up there, and uh, we went to White Castle. Hell yeah! And uh, one of the gentlemen in our groups thought it would be funny to uh, you know like you get a cheeseburger wrapper and you put all your ketchup on it for your fries. He grabbed it and he fucking slapped the ketchup in my hair. Oh, no. And I had, I had pretty long hair at the time, so it, this is glob of fucking like, and it hardened. And oh, it gross. It sucked. So when he was out of our, our room later that night, me and our other friend thought it would be funny, you know, like, fuck this kid. Like, you know, that was a pretty dick move. Let's wipe our taint and asshole all over his pillow. Oh, no. So we did, and he got fucking pink eye. <laughs> Cosmic revenge. So, yeah. Hey, an eye for an funny. eye, man. Yeah, an eye for an eye. Makes man. the whole world poot blind. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fucking stink eye. <laughs> this is uh, this is unrelated. I thought about this the other day. Have I ever told you that time I was drowned at church camp? <laughs> That's one hell of a statement. It was it was different. Are you sure it wasn't a baptism? <laughs> yeah, they did. But this. the Satan in you was crying out, so it felt like a drowning. <laughs> or did Van Baird literally waterboard you? Yeah, tell us where the Vivants are. Stop smoking <laughs> cigarettes or whatever. Uh, I, it was at one of those, but it was like I was young enough to where I wasn't doing drugs, and I was just doing crazy stuff. You know how you used to like entertain your stuff at church camp, entertain yourself at church camp, like before you did drugs and stuff. So like, just do like crazy pranks and stuff. This is a different story. One time I was at a church camp in the summer and I pooped right outside the cabin (laughs) and it smelled so bad. They did a camp wide search for who did it. (laughs) How are they going to find? They're going to do butthole swabs? They're going to do DNA testing on our fucking stinkies. 
Uh, and then someone ended up ratting me out, and they almost expelled me from the camp. They, like, called my dad. <laughs> and I thought it was, I, to this day, I still don't understand what the big fuss was about. But well, that's odd. It was at camp. Yeah, but I, mean, I do have to, like, right outside the door. If you haven't had to shit outdoors at a summer camp, are you really even human? No. Did you even have a childhood? That's the problem with Democrats. They don't fucking... Fuck <laughs> they don't they poop don't enough. They don't the call of the wild. Man. No, and you wipe with a leaf. Yeah. And dead anyways, leaves. <laughs> dead leaves you too. Get pieces of leaf in your butt. <laughs> You'd be so lucky. You to just have gotta a wait leaf. to get back to the fucking the, the swimming hole. You know, really uh, clean them cheeks out discreetly. Sog it out. <laughs> I had a different time. We were on the bus and we stopped. On at this is another church camp thing. And we stopped at like a river, and they're like, "Everybody can go jump in, and get back on the bus." And and I jumped in just to piss, so I jumped in, and the water was like a foot deep, so I'm laying like completely down, like like perpendicular. Everybody else like has their feet in. They're like, "What are you doing, Casey?" I'm just pissing, just fully clothed. Yeah, fully. Like I I definitely had not swimming trunks. Like it was normal shorts, and I pissed. But as soon as I finished pissing, they were like, everybody back on the bus. I was like, okay. And I got back on the bus and I just reeked of piss the entire <laughs> bus ride. Like there wasn't enough water per capita. Oh, damn, dude. Casey's stinky. <laughs> damn, Casey be Was pissing. this the same summer that you pooped outside? <laughs> Everyone just thought I was having a lot of problems. Like, I don't stink. No, that legit might have been the same summer. Casey has trouble finding the bathroom. Anyway, <laughs> so here's the drowning story. So I was at church camp. And I thought it was in Panama City Beach, which is the perfect place for Jesus. I think that was the year I was there, too. It could have been. Because I remember you were in my group, but oh, it was it like you been. and Austin Romero. Oh, that's funny. But I didn't, obviously, I didn't know either of y'all until years later. But I remember you, you would been. come and go from yeah. the fucking, <laughs> like you were hardly there. I don't know how they allowed you guys to even get away with this activity. <laughs> But yeah, we, you were never at anything. We would go like just You just walk had a around. place to stay, pretty much. <laughs> just a it. bunch of young teenagers in Panama City. Yeah, we played it. We were pretty pretty fast and loose with the rules. But so everybody was swimming, and I thought it'd be funny to swim really far and make everybody panic. And it was NPCB, and you know they have the flags where it's like red, green, yeah. yellow, like for the riptide. And the flag was like yellow or something and i got out there and the riptide got my ass <laughs> and it fucking i did this is by far and i've almost drowned several times like shit face but i was dead sober and, and i was so close to drowning i almost drowned last summer swimming with cat i didn't have the balls to tell her but we went in the lake and i lost steam we, we, we swam i'm jumping around we swam to the middle of the lake and swam back about halfway back i was like <laughs> like I had that sliver of scale. <laughs> I'm losing strength. And so back at church camp, so the riptide pulls my ass, starts taking my ass out the ocean, bro. Like fucking the Japanese tsunami. <laughs> like 2004 status. And I get pulled out and fucking flailing. I'm like screaming. And it was funny because it was like a kid cried wolf. Like it started out with me being like, oh, I'm drowning. And then I was like, oh, I'm drowning. And. <laughs> And the lifeguard, the bitch ass lifeguard, had to come save my ass. And it Dude, was a, you've literally been day. saved by a lifeguard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like a little jet ski. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. watched your ass, dude. Yeah, he had huge tits. Did he? <laughs> yes, he was a babe. Nice. Yeah, and Panama then. City's a wild place, man. It's awesome, and he grew up to be Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest tits in the game. 
Fucking man, diglums. Big knockers. You ever get boners real easy? Yeah. Cool, man. You know where I, you know the weirdest place that I still get boners for like what? no reason whatsoever? And I, I'm just assuming it's got to be like a, like a biological reaction or, you know, something. Uh-huh. Riding on like a bus. I yeah. I if it's the vibrations, dude. Middle of the day, no horn in the head at all. When I was just fucking ride bus, <laughs> no horn get a heart on, dude. It could yeah. be a goddamn tour, man. <laughs> tour of old historical fucking Boise. Yeah, you're on like a trolley car, riding around, just rock hard, dude. Really? Yeah. I used to when I was first started to masturbate. I used to masturbate with a back massager. Yeah. It'd get it'd, the vibrations. I blow. You'd blow the top. <laughs> dude. Blow the top. Topper I remember the last time I think I remember I was a grown ass adult. I was like 22. <laughs> and me and my my girlfriend at the time went to go see like an air show. For some <laughs> what are you talking about? Like with planes? Like the Blue Angels okay. and shit. You know? <laughs> <coughs> it wasn't my idea. It might have been her dad's idea. I don't even know why we wanted to go. I mean, I didn't want to go. But we had to take the bus from like the parking lot to the airstrip, and I just got a fucking torque. <laughs> yeah, you got a head turner. Yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. You know what it's like being a grown male, and you got to fucking, you got to try and waistband that bitch in public like that? Yeah. With families around? What's your go-to? You go, do you do, okay, so there's two options normally. You reach in your pocket, try to finagle from there, from inside the pocket. Or you just... Snatch and grab. I snatch and grab. <laughs> you snatch and grab. That's I'm the easiest. In and out. In yeah, and out. you could do it in a split second. Pink Panthers, Diamond Heist. Hell yeah. Rock hard as a diamond, baby. Hamburger. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I fucking I just reach in. <laughs> you know, no one's gonna know I because you know I've mastered over the years of uh-huh. being in middle school, the trenches of middle school. Yeah. You, know, you just kind of sap, pull, stick in the waistband. Yeah, and leave it there, and then and then eventually when you. Normally, the friction will keep the bone going for quite some time. Yeah. But then after you stop having an erect penis, your penis... Then you got to readjust. <laughs> yes, it you will. you got to swap it back down. Or else yeah. you're going to start losing blood to the head of your fucking shaft. You're yeah, gonna, you don't want that. You're going to go dickless. Dicklips? You're, you're dickless. You're going to go dickless, dude. You're going to go dickless in Seattle, man. <laughs> dickless in Seattle. Can I have a Zen? Do you have Zans? Yeah, they over on the couch. Beater. Binline. I started doing the Zins. Mm-hmm. And then she started doing the Zins to get off the jewel, and she just never quit, baby. Damn, man. That's a tragic story. Very That's tragic. old this time. Old this time, dude. The fucking cold <laughs> clasp of tobacco. <laughs> Me and Brooks used to do that. We'd smoke. Uh, his cousin had a bong or something. Like, we found a bong in his cousin's room, and we would smoke tobacco out of it. Just tobacco? Just tobacco. This was like Fuck. before we could even find we were in like sixth grade or something. God damn, dude. Did that, how many times did you puke from doing that? Uh, I don't remember doing it, but I remember getting really sick. I have puked several times from tobacco, so maybe the answer is several. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, like it's so funny that that's a popular thing out here because I remember we would do that to people as a prank. Yes, yeah. You'd put a bunch of tobacco in the bong and then put a tiny thin veil of yeah, like you know, grind weed over <laughs> Yeah, a little it. stink of it. And then be like, yo, bro, hit this bong, you know, to like get their ass. <laughs> and they would fucking rip this bong and cough their 
fucking brains out and then like yak or something like that. We'd be like, man, fucking baby lungs. You know? <laughs> I forgot we used to say baby, baby lungs. Baby lungs. Yeah. They, fucking, baby lungs. they didn't even know, man. And then I find out that that's something they intentionally do out here. I was like, man, fucking wow. <laughs> fucking what? Y'all want to be baby lungs in this motherfucker? Yeah, you trying to shrink your lungs, man? You goddamn seen that tobacco commercial? Goddamn baby lungs. <laughs> Goddamn, and then when you get sick, they use your lung to take it, give it to a baby when you get sick. Yeah, they say this lung can't be used for a regular person. We gotta give it to baby with breathing disorder. <laughs> baby. We gotta give it to baby with cleft palate. <laughs> Bro, cleft palate. That got me thinking about... Uh, Joaquin? Yes, and mint. York peppermint patties. And I don't know why. It's completely unrelated. <laughs> but well, I now I want a York there's, pep. There's been some studies that uh, the chemicals used in... Uh, your patties, if they're exposed to a fetus, uh, they will be born with a cleft. <laughs> yeah, they will. And if mama, yeah, if mama eat mama too many, patty. if she you like, your patties, you like those? I don't. But uh, for some reason, in my head, it sounded. You good. always say, you, see. I've had the same thing where <laughs> I always think they're going to be good. Yes. You're like man. My memory you. of them is fond, but my my instincts tell me it's bad. Yeah. I'm like man, that sounds tasty, and then you have it, and you're like. <sighs> It tastes like fucking brushing your teeth with a chocolate bar. <laughs> I, I eat a lot of sugar, like as a little tasty treat for yeah, my belly. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's just a little secret about me a lot of people don't know. And I did not have any candy like a month ago or something. It was like right when I changed apartments. Fucking candy shortage. And... <laughs> I, all I had was a pack of Mentos. <laughs> and I was like, bro, I think those are candy, right? Like, I think they're candy. Aren't they? I mean, they're mints, but it's candy. Mentos candy. And so I fucking just ate a shit ton of Mentos. Like the I, gum? <laughs> no, like the candy. I guess they're candies, man. So, yeah, the, the thing that's weird with... You um, need to pour that I mean, uh, That's what I was just <laughs> I was trying to do. It can't be happening. Um, it's weird. I've actually... I'm glad we're talking about this. Mentos, the mint ones in particular, have this weird like middle ground of like, is it gum or is it candy? Yeah, you can't chew it. Or they did they go away. Mm. Made me sad. But minty. So you sad. ate a full roll. I ate a lot of them, man. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to your face. Um, <laughs> I ate a lot of them. I did, probably didn't eat a whole roll, but I ate enough to where it felt like I ate almost a whole roll, and I did. So I ate almost a whole roll of more. Did you have a cool tummy afterwards? I felt like I ate a whole fucking pack of bubble gum, and I felt like shit. Maybe it was the Mentos bubble gum. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a heathen. Because you're just swallowing. Yeah. <laughs> I need some moon deck. Give me some water. I, so I've been known to swallow gum. I try not to anymore because I know it make a baby in your stomach or whatever. No make baby. It make a little gum baby. Oh. Damn. That's a thick shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Frank, why you bad? Why you crying? You want to go to school? Does Frankie go to dog school? She's tired of telecommuting. Damn. She said I just want to be in class again and learn. Yeah. If you had a kid during the pandemic, what kind of tricks would you teach him? Play dead. <laughs> he would actually be dead. You just <laughs> let him die? <laughs> From what? <laughs> like murder? Nothing in particular. Okay. From COVID? Baby can't die from COVID. <laughs> baby lung too strong. Baby lung really too strong. That is good if you are thinking about getting baby lung. 
you can survive COVID-19. That's yeah. a scientific fact. Dr. Fauci told us yeah, that. Yeah, Richard Fetchin told me. Dr. Fletcher told us. He's my son's pediatrician. So, back to mint, Tommy. <laughs> Do you think if you eat... So, I, I'm going to have to look into this, all right? And now follow follow with me here. Yes, sir. Um, You eat lots of spicy. Yes. Your butthole gets spicy. Yes. Do you think you eat a lot of mint? You get minty butthole? That you know would what I mean? Nice. Like a crisp... Bro, that's what that it would be. I, I would do that. I would intentionally eat a lot of minty things if I could get peppermint booty hole. Bro, if your butt could breathe out mint, that's exactly what it tastes like to chew five. Damn, gum. dude, this dude's shit smells good. That's what it tastes like to chew five gum. Yo, man, bro. you always want to hit the bathroom after Pierce blows it up because that shit be smelling fresh. Mm, bro, get a pack of five gum, the blue kind that has the reflection, eat the whole thing. That's what it really feels like to chew five gum because your butthole's like. I feel like Poseidon's kissing your booty hole. <laughs> feel like you, you got a little butthole date with Aphrodite's little butt torch. Yeah. Dude, do people still chew five gum? <clears throat> huh? Five gum? I don't think I don't see it in stores. I think it went bankrupt. I think it was part of the Weinstein thing. Mm. <laughs> five, yeah. gum, five gum got canceled. I did get groped by a five gum one time. <laughs> well, you know, actually, and by that I accidentally <laughs> swallowed it, and it somehow got rerouted to my pee hole. Yeah. Could you imagine trying to, to, to pee out a piece of chewed gum? You have to to just draw it out so it's like a string. It's stringy, dude. You have you to make it like a string. and it break. It's like it a clown weird. when he got all those handkerchiefs. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it was a real, it was a pain in the paper. It's tell you the truth. A literal pain. And you know how it really feels to chew five gum? Years of counseling after you get molested from it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does how not it feels, go away. How it feels to chew five gum. I've just never felt so hopeless in my entire life. <laughs> Completely powerless when the deacon told me to come into his, into his office. And then the sick fuck made me confess right afterwards. <laughs> All right, that's a good boy. Now have a piece of five gum. Okay. Uh, okay. Wow, it's really minty. Don't hold that right up to the microphone, you savage. I don't. I can't help it. I got really like borderline sick hungry. <laughs> Dude, Randy Savage has got to be some sort of blood relation to you. Yeah, he's a big man. You're most savage of all. Uh, it would make sense because I have a real draw to the name Randy. Yes. I like it. I like the name Randy. I, I feel was, like you don't run into enough Randys. I don't know. know what happened. Why'd they stop calling people Randy? It's not like an Adolf thing. It is a lost art. Yeah. Well, Randy Savage's bitch ass died in a car accident, heart attack, so he got too big muscle. Mm-hmm. Bitch ass pussy. Just kidding, Macho Man. Do you think they stopped calling people Randy because of the association with white trash? Could be. Randy is. I know a guy named Randall. He's Does my he mom's. Go by Rand. <laughs> he goes by Rand the Man. Mm. And I said, and I keep telling him the Rand part doesn't make sense. Yeah, people call him Randall the Handle because he's a severe alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Always got to handle a taco. That's Randall. When he tries to pretend like no one knows, he keeps it in his car. But every time he, he says he's going out for a smoke, he comes back and he smells like fucking rubbing alcohol. <laughs> Here's the thing. Dude doesn't even smoke. <laughs> Everyone knows it. <laughs> doesn't even smoke cigarettes, man. So he's like, I'm going out for a smoke. I say, all right. All right, Randy. All right, Randy. Hey, it's your journey. You've been six months sober. You really want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> that sound like a good idea? I don't know what you're talking about. He never brings it up. He's never drunk in front of anyone. 
His whole career with alcohol has all been behind closed doors. Or should I say in the trunk of his Honda Prius. <laughs> Sorry, Toyota Prius. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Toyota Prius. Confused yet? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Damn. Imagine the amount of alcohol you can buy with all the money you save on gasoline. <laughs> now that's saving the environment. One less person, one less gas. <laughs> Bro, if corns could be... They keep saying, scientists saying we can turn corns into gas. How am I going to fit it in my gas tank? I feel like you better bitch. make it wider. Better make that shit wider. I tried to swallow a whole corn cob one time. It didn't work. Got stuck? It got stuck. One time, I saw a corn on Halloween night. I abducted it. Oh, no. Keep it in my shelf. Did you still have? I still have it. Oh, no. But now... Does his family... It doesn't know Dude. where he is. Oh, that's... I mean, that's just part of the game. Well, if they're not going to pay the ransom, they're not going to see him. <laughs> not see corn again. <laughs> Sorry, corn, stay with me. Speaking of corn, do you think you could swallow a hot dog whole without any without chewing? Yeah, or if you... Just you drop it down your, your throat? That's a really questionable... It's definitely something I'd try for a certain amount of money. You'd have to fucking glisten that glazy up. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of think like an Oscar Mayer has the lubrication needed. Hot dogs are naturally, the, the, but like a ballpark, no, like a Hebrew National, dude. Those things are kind of dry. Yeah, it's too natural. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too, too yeah. If they stick to the, they're kosher. Now, like taking down a raw bratwurst, no way, no how. Not a chance. So. The stomach lining is gonna meet the lining of your esophagus and just fucking melt. <laughs> just combine it. But like bones. melt in like a like a chemical reaction way where it fucking. Attaches yeah, join to it. Yeah, it think that you're another bratwurst. It's like chemical welding, and it just yeah. fucking fills your whole throat. It's alchemy. Yeah, <laughs> it think uh, bratwurst. They've done studies. They can't tell when you put a bratwurst in a room and you tell them, "Hey, option one or two. One is human. One is bratwurst." They can't tell the difference. No, the bratwurst can't pass the mirror test. Yeah, you put a bratwurst in front of the mirror and say, "Well, there's another bratwurst in here." <laughs> It doesn't know it's a bra- it's itself. They- he brought worst. <laughs> he brought worst. He brought worst. Masters of the universe. <laughs> it's terrifying. You think Skeletor, if he eat a hot dog, you see it in his stomach? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like Skeletor kind of has skin. He not skeleton. Isn't he blue? Yeah. He got skin. He's, he's fucking got skin. I think he got skull head. I mean... Think if he was a skeleton, his name would just be Skeleton. Siri, nude Skeletor. <laughs> Bro, you're right. What the fuck? Why do they even call him that? His name should just be like Randy. Well, that's why because he's Skeletor. Oh. <clears throat> he's skeleton like. Oh, yes. He's not fully skeleton. Yeah, otherwise, then just be Skelly. <laughs> Skelly boy. He landed a plane in the Hudson River. Yeah, they call him Skelly McGee. Skelly, <laughs> Skelly McDermott. <laughs> Damn. If you had to go missing, would you do it? You know, Casey, I actually have... You uh, You just brought something up to me that I was having a very in-depth conversation about not too long ago. Mm-hmm. You rang. Do you hear... I, I haven't heard about this. I also don't know how often people do this. Like, you hear about bank robbery. Yes. Time, right? People, people try to do bank robbery. Are people not doing life insurance fraud anymore? Do people still fake their deaths? 
Like, did you ever hmm. used to watch that show on Discovery? I, I, I almost got away with it. Yes, absolutely. There yeah. was an ob- obscene amount of people who faked their deaths. Uh-huh. And I, I, if I remember correctly, I mean, every time there's a death like that that's mysterious... Uh, or under mysterious circumstances, they they like they have there has to be an investigation. Yeah, you know, the uh, insurance company is obviously protecting their their interests, and you know, if just one of their people just disappears, you know, they're gonna look into it. But there was like an a large amount of people that attempted to fake their death. Yeah, that was a big thing. You know, like that's not. <laughs> Uh, like you know, you rob a bank, you get away with it. You still live your normal life. Uh-huh. No one knows, and you now have money. <laughs> but you fake your death; you're gone. Yeah, right. There's no living. Clean you know, you don't show up to work at Jimmy John's on Tuesday and clock in. You know, hey, you should find your death. You know, so like, but I would imagine like, let's say in in this scenario, I I don't have. Let's say everything, all else equal in my life right now, except for my girlfriend and I guess my dog, like if it was just me, I would have no problem leaving <laughs> everyone. No offense, Casey. You know, it's like, okay. Hey, I'm the least of your problems. You got a family. <laughs> I think we could, you know, like we could WhatsApp. We could keep up. Yeah, like you're going to be in Austin anyways. We can it's do the signal. be the same thing. The signal app you know? is good for drugs. But like, I really don't think I, I would have an issue dropping everything. Like, essentially, break it down like this. Aside from all the the, the evidence and like having to get away with it, mm-hmm. that factor. Like, let's if you were to break it down like this, like, what's a reasonable life insurance claim for us? Like, when I when I had my my last job before they went under. I had a life. I signed up for a life insurance policy as part of our benefits, and at the base level, bare minimum, lowest you could go, I had a life insurance policy of fifty grand. Mm-hmm. It's a decent amount. Yeah. So I would imagine, like, if I wanted to pay more into it, you could probably get different deals. So let's just say at our at our age now, because it's it's probably been like two years. Let's just say a base base number of a hundred k. Hundred grand. That's a good. Hundred grand, life insurance. If we'll get back to the, the original question, but like, would you drop everything and go for a hundred grand? You can't talk to pretty much anyone ever again. You know, you really can't come around. Like, and you, the choice can you let is mom, can you let mama know you're okay? No. Damn. No. Well, I think my mom would be really sad. Dead. Yeah, they'd be sad, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, how you die is up to you. Yeah. So it have to be. Oh, that's a good question. Well, then, hmm. I don't know. If you and, leave and the like, family out of it, I think I also, like what you said, I love my friends, but I also think I could pretend to be dead and just have to be sad. Like, 100K is a pretty good chunk of change. And I would imagine, like, all right, let's say you rob a bank, even if you have a fat bank heist. You're getting, like, 100K? Grand, bro. You're not getting That's a lot. You'd you have know? to go into the vault. If yeah. you go into the vault... And that's a really complex robbery plan, right? You can't do it. And... Unless you're going to do the pass the note, get what's in the till at the bank kind of robbery. That's pretty much what, what you have to do in this day and I, age. And, yeah, and I think the max amount of cash they have on the floor is like 7K. Yeah. Something like, so not very much. Yeah. Right? So unless you're going to do that and you're going to go for like like bank robbery, bank robbery, it has to be armed. Yeah. Right? Either that or you're going to fucking like Tom Cruise heist it and break in, but like 
who That's really impossible. has the resources for yeah. that. So you, you do an armed robbery. You're looking at 15 years, right? For maybe 50, let's say, let's say 50K yeah. in cash, right? Because everything's digital, yeah. right? So you're, even if like, even if you get caught in your life insurance scam policy, I don't think you're going to, like, you're not going to get that kind of time. No. They're going to make you pay damages. And I would bet me and you, let's just say. Dude, you'd probably we, get like a year in We have no priors, no real ones. I mean, maybe no. some MIPs or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, but like. No, no charges. So you get like first offender, whatever, right? You, I couldn't imagine you spend more than five years. No, no. I wouldn't more imagine five. you'd be sentenced more than five years, and then you maybe get out in like two and a half or something Good for a hundred k. Other than the factor of dissolving your life, you know, well, which I guess you... <laughs> for most people is probably the kicker, you know? Everybody be mad part. at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like you are ready to just leave everyone. Well, how would you get the, how would you get the insurance money? So you would have to go to a family the thing. member. You would have to have an inside person. Okay. And you would have to know. I mean, I guess that's, that is your loose link right there. Um, yeah, then you got to You have that. to have a person on the inside. Or, so, you know, I, I, I'm sure you do this too, thinking about like, how can I get away with a robbery? How can I get away with a murder? You yes. Know, all those type of things. Mostly robbery. I don't want to murder too Yeah, much. I don't want to murder people. But, you know, <laughs> the, the thought has like, could I do it? You know, sure. like if hypothetically. Um, <laughs> but I was thinking, I wonder... And then, okay, so I got really into this the other day. Like, I got, like, really into this idea, uh -huh. right? So I started looking up, like, who doesn't extradite to the United States? Yeah. So what if what you did is um, hmm. you set up not necessarily a shell company per se, but, like, say you set up a, a foreign bank account, yeah. right? You set up some sort of account in fucking, you know, Bermuda, right? And you have a, you know, your will say this is going to go to this account upon my death. Okay. And then you die. Money goes to that account and then you go to a country that doesn't extradite and then you can pull that money. And this or, is all, I don't know all the international like money laws and stuff like that. Or you could even like, so I have a sister, right? I have an older sister. Reasonably, I could spend the night at her house or spend a week there like visiting her and probably by the end of it find enough documents to get her bank account information so i could <laughs> like her account and her routing number yeah so when i die she get the money you fucking you hack her yeah you just you transfer just it to it? yourself that might be easy. see that's the thing that i think about that is it would immediately be yes flagged. <laughs> and then also they would know you're alive yeah so. and i don't think you'd actually be able to get out so here's i'm thinking like that's aside true. from the whole like doing it so well they never find out let's say you do it just well enough to get the money like oh and then you're just there's <laughs> actually some pretty good countries that don't extradite like what for example i think uh the the two that i would i would highly consider there's some ones some shittier ones in in europe like georgia yeah which isn't that bad but like let's say i like to snowboard so like obviously ideally in my head i'd like to have the option of being able to do that go to but moscow let's bro. say so russia doesn't yeah you could go to russia russia's Probably not that bad. I would imagine 100K would get you pretty far in Russia. Probably. You know? And I'm thinking, like, that's not a retire amount of money. But I think I'd be okay with having 100K and then still working. 
you know? Yeah. Because now you just have... Well, lick, dude, you could you get know? five years out of 100K if yeah. you stretched it. Oh, you could probably live pretty fucking yeah. good for five that's years. Well, no, because that's only 20K a year. Yeah, but two grand a month, I mean, you could make it work. That's $500 yeah. a week. And you could always, you can do odd jobs. Like, I don't know about mm. you, but like, I, I really... So I guess this also depends on the amount of money I have access to. I guess if I had a shitload of money, I could easily not work. But I don't have the amount of money that allows me to keep myself busy that yeah. amount of time. Like I, I in a weird way need work because I don't I don't have the resources to enjoy that much free time. <laughs> I don't have that much to do. Yeah. You know? So if I need to keep myself busy, I need to I'm gonna have to pay to go do things or, you know, That's even true. gas and whatever, right? So like Working works for me because I don't just get a low level job. Yeah, part-time so job. you get a low, you get a fucking easy job. Yeah. You work part time, twenty thirty hours enough a to week. soak up some time, and so you're not completely blowing through your money. Mm-hmm. And then you just you buy whatever the fuck you want. You can buy a nice house. You buy toys. You know, you finance that stuff, and then you keep your job and whatever. Oh yeah, build but, your credit. Yeah, fucking get that fatty credit score, dude. Up, dude. Get fucking taking loans, on. baby. Fucking experience takes for, one look for at your the, For the score. average Joe yeah. who doesn't you disregard the snow thing, and even <laughs> I think I could forgo the snow stuff for for this. So go the snow. Two other countries. These would probably be my top picks. Uh-huh. That don't extradite. Thailand and Vietnam. Nice. Both of those are pretty well developed Dude, countries. I heard Saigon's like a blast now. I Vietnam's really, supposed to be super fun. I, I'm not even joking. <laughs> I Vietnam is... One of I have three places I really, really, really want to travel to, mm-hmm. and I I think the whole notion of like in my life because that's I honestly I really by the time I'm sixty who the fuck cares I can't drink what am I gonna do at sixty yeah put around like mm-hmm. go eat food no yeah. I mean I want to do neat shit eat like, a lot of fried shrimp yeah right so like. Right. But yeah, Vietnam is one of those places I, I like really, really want to go to. It's super fucking pretty. But that would be sick. You could probably buy a sweet ass like beachfront bungalow. Oh yeah. For that much, and then for like fifty k. I bet you in Vietnam, I bet you a hundred k would float you for a long time. Oh yeah. Like a long time, mm-hmm. and I bet you could live pretty lavish too. Oh, dude. I bet and you like could. USD, I don't know what the exchange rate is over there, but I'm I'm just guessing. That you know, most Southeast Asian like countries like that, other than like, uh, actually, I think it is Thailand, where like, unless you live in Bangkok, you know, if you live in like some regular fucking city, yeah, you know, I, I bet you the dollar goes a long fucking way, probably. But yeah, anyways, like, <laughs> would you, would you, would you do it for 100k? And if not 100k, what is the amount of money you'd be willing to erase your life? Four. Dude, 100K literally sounds like so much money. Yeah, it sounds to me. like an absurd amount of money. Even like if someone handed me five grand, I'd be like, peace. <laughs> Dude, five grand sounds like so much money to me. I recently, you know, <laughs> they, that, that stimulus check uh-huh. came recently. You spent I got I got my stimulus check and I got my tax refund and I got my refund from school all at once. Yeah. I had like $3,500 in my bank account for a small amount of time. Mm-hmm. But Jesus Christ, I felt like, homeboy, we made it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Imagine getting that like every paycheck. Yeah. Which is like, that's crazy. 
crazy. And that's not even that much. That's like 60 grand a year. But yeah. dude, like, a, that's why, like, I know people who make like 60, 70 grand a year and they're like, uh, fucking, oh, I can't afford it. Or whatever. Like, dog, you can afford anything you want. You're the richest person I've ever <laughs> yeah, met. Right? Yeah, I swear to God, I make like 25 grand a year. And I have, like, since I've got out of college. And I'm oh, doing fine. I, I literally do. I make like 28K a year. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm all right, dude. I, like, a, I got toys, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't live in squalor by any means. Like, I mean, like, things are, I, you know, I really do have to, like, budget. Like, I got a lot of debt. You know? That's fine. Yeah, I got, you know, I got some credit card debt, but nothing, like, absurd. If you were to take away my absurd student loan amount, which is literally just theft by my parents, like, uh-huh. I would be pretty fucking set. Like, even with the low amount of money I make. And Boise is not like a cheap, it's not a cheap town. No. You know? Like, if I were to make, if I were to make 28K in like, (laughs) let's say fucking, uh, like Helena, Montana. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd I'd be like big, big money. Living like a kid. You know? I could fucking have a car note, baby. You could eat croissants. You could eat croissants for every meal. I could buy, you know, you go to the grocery store, you go to the bakery, they got a box of croissants. It's 20 croissants. Yes. And you're like, I I mean, I personally, I love croissants. I love a croissant. I look at that and I'm like, I, I I just don't want to eat that many Mm -hmm. before they go stale. I don't want to live go with back. myself knowing I ate 20 croissants in three in days. Because yeah. <laughs> so, around like, day four is when the croissants start getting a little bit hard. Yeah, and then it's just, <laughs> it's not the same experience when they're not that kind of soft flaky. You no, know what I mean? You need a buttery But could you croissant. imagine being like, I can buy this box of croissants and I don't have to feel guilty about them going to half of them <laughs> going stale. I can eat croissants at my pace and yes. I don't have to feel bad about it. You it's my I mean? croissant and I want it now. Like, dude, I hardly eat any fruit and vegetables. Not because I'm picky. I love vegetables. And I, I I guess I enjoy fruit as much as the average person. But like I do not buy those things, not because they're not expensive, but A, I am not like my father. I do not enjoy going to the grocery store every night. <laughs> I don't like going to the grocery store once a week. I don't know why. I just don't like doing it. I, I live within walking distance of a fucking grocery store. Yeah. I hate going. It's like 100 yards. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 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 you know, you buy the fruits and vegetables. I eat half them and then they rot. They and then back. I'm like, it's not like it's a financial burden. I just, I have this weird guilt about like wasting food like that. Uh-huh. Because not, not even like not the economical factor or like, you know, like there's people starving. It's like... I bought a bunch of shit and I just straight up didn't use it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, that $4 of, of fucking, you know, bell peppers and onions, like, is burning a hole in my wallet. But it's like, I did spend that and I, I, I received zero usage out of it. Uh-huh. I would have had more entertainment of just burning it, you know? So now I don't fucking eat them. But, dude, if I was at the point where, like, I could blow $10. Like I'm burning it, and you it wouldn't make a difference. So Bro, I'd be clean peppers. as fuck. Yeah. I wouldn't have no butt seepage. No. And I'm not gonna get into that, but you know, it would be you. One thing, wank you. Two thing, <laughs> wank croissant. Three, what wank bell peppers, dog. That's what I'm talking that's about. It. That's life, and that's why I'm gonna fake my death and go to Vietnam. Casey, yes. I want this to screen for a week. I want you to. I was about to episode. say we're gonna have to delete this motherfucker because yeah, I'm into. You know what I'd rather but do? But it doesn't matter if I can get if I can get the money out. 
and I didn't get to Vietnam, I'm, I, I don't care. I'll never come back. Even if the truth comes to light, it's fine. No, it's fine. Yeah. Everyone can. And then it, even better, your family. Yeah, like, you can FaceTime. Contact yeah. me. I don't think is. You're back on visit. Let's say I'm. I mean, like that's not. I feel like Interpol can still come get see, your ass, though. <laughs> I think no, so. because you have to be in an extra diet. Oh yes, I think. I don't I think. Think, but maybe. I also don't think because Interpol is Europe, so yeah. I don't know if there's another agency that operates within different borders. Yeah. They wouldn't come get you for that, though. But like you think about it, um, what was his name? Not Edward Snowden, the other guy, the Julian serpent. Assange. Oh. Like, he lived in fucking Chile for, like, a minute, and then uh-huh. moved to Moscow. And like, the United States government, arguably the most powerful government on the fucking He lived in, like, planet. Uruguay or some shit. You know, like, they <laughs> won't send him. They're like, no. Yeah. You know, because it's like, some of these countries, it's not even, like, it's like a matter of fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, to the U.S., they're like, no, yeah, we're, we're keeping him. They're mine. He's yeah, buying, you guys. he's helping our croissant industry. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I think that'd be tight. I thought about that for a minute. I was like, I think I could do it. That what I would rather do now that you bring this up. I'd rather fake my own death. Don't let anybody know that I faked it. And replace myself with a cooler Casey. Yeah. And he and just watch him from binoculars from a distance. <laughs> and watch him turn your life <laughs> yes, into gold. Yes. And my then, goddamn Rumpelstiltskin, <laughs> dude. Weaving straw into gold yes. right in front of your eyes. He is funny. He's getting gigs. He's getting gigs, bro. And he's got a hot body. He's got a hot body. He's an Uber driver. I and don't have the courage. he has no problem with butt play. No, he does not. And he, in he, fact, he embraces it. He had, he had the courage to dive into it because let's be real. It takes courage. The first because step in the butthole is the hardest. I don't know if, I'm, I'm sure you know, and I, I'm sure a large portion of uh, our population knows this. We know. It is a fact. It is a real, real non-joking fact. Men have a G-spot in their asshole. It's just we a matter. We know this information. It's a matter of getting to it. It's, it's, it's. When will you put throw the book down and say, "Enough is I enough." Want, I want this dream. I want this life. Enough is enough. I want that booty hole quiver. I want to feel that booty hole shaking like a Category <laughs> Four hurricane. All right. Like I know this. I know. I know if I got the balls to do it, my life would probably be better. Oh, absolutely. I mean, dude, if you could rock your world like that. I'd you keep know? one of those little fucking thing. You put a little vibrator in your butthole. You fucking turn it up on your goddamn phone and make your you ass fucking go bust. You goddamn stinker, dude. And you make it stink. <laughs> I'm about to make that name come to fruition. And get the mop out because daddy had a leak. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's do a grimace around the horn. We're at 50 minutes. You want to do Grimace Fakes His Own Death? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, you go You go for it. You nah, start. You gotta, All right. You gotta hit it. The or, fo- All right. Ready? Well, I'll do it. Do you want to flip a, a can? We'll flip. See who do it? Heads or tails? Uh, heads. Oh, that's me. That's all you. Okay. Hit it big. Grimace is in his uh, 800 square foot studio apartment on the... Uh, in West Hollywood. Yes. Um, it's pilot it's, it's season. 19, <laughs> it's 1993. It's pilot season. He's working a part-time gig at the local Hollywood movie store. Uh, what was that, that chain called? It was literally Hollywood called, Video. Hollywood Video. Yeah. He, uh, he's a middle manager at Hollywood Video. He works the night shift. He works part-time in between you know his attempts to get uh, acting gigs. 
He comes home. It's 4.30 in the morning. He just finished up a local inventory for Q3, and he's just fucking burnt. He's burnt. <laughs> He turns on the TV, and you know this is '93, baby. You know you get you got cable. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, and they got nothing. He's got nothing to watch, and he's awake because you know who goes to bed right when they get home. I don't care who you are. You got to stay up for a few hours. He's burnt. He turns on. All he's got is QVC. He doesn't want those fucking precious stone necklaces. He's got nothing to watch, and he fucking he he just looks out the window. He can see the kind of sky starting to turn like a, like a nice uh, incandescent, you know, color. The sun is just over the over the horizon, coming up over the east side. And he says, "I want more. I want more than this. I want more than this, and I can't achieve it within my means of my own life." Mm-hmm. But luckily, Hollywood Video has a fat fucking benefits program you know he's got a decent ira he's got fucking health he's got i and he's got a sweet ass life insurance policy and grimace thinks i'm gonna hatch a plan right now grimace pulls out a legal pad and he just starts scribbling (laughs) nothing coherent just scribblings he says i know what i'm gonna do i've got it First, Grimace has a pretty it's a it's a pretty good lengthy plan. Um, he decides to up the premium on his uh, on his life insurance policy, pay in a little bit more, mm-hmm. and he just fucking grinds, baby. I'm talking about wake and grind, King. He gets up, he's putting in extra hours, he's fucking doing you know porn. He just gotta make that money. He's doing a little bit of that West Hollywood porn, you know what I mean? But Grimace is trying to put that cash away. For the future. <laughs> he says, today's the day. It's been a year from the date. Grimace gets in his uh, 1986 Chevy Malibu. And he drives up into the hills, baby. <laughs> Grimace has got a fucking bottle of Jim Bean and a can of fucking ether that he made himself. And he says, I'm going to know how we going to make a daddy work. Grimace parks at the fucking lookout, scenic view. And he fucking pour ether all over the car. He rip out a few teeth. He burn car. <laughs> Grimace is now legally dead. They find his body. He also had some bones, uh, unrelated uh, human bones. Um, and they were in the car. He did kind of sprinkle them about. Uh, Grimace now dead. He say, the future's mine. Then what? He got his whole world ahead of him. <laughs> The bones are from the Cambodian killing fields. He, he met a guy in the back of Hustler magazine, and they became pen pals. And he said, you want some bones? He said, I'll take a couple. Set him a bunch. Now I got a bunch of bones. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the rest of his bones to build a cool exoskeleton. Now, he, <laughs> now not only is he free of his earthly restraints, he looked like a giant purple skeleton. Very scary. He says, what am I going to do with my newfound freedom? He takes a deep breath. He's sucking a bird. Now, <laughs> now he has had breakfast. What a pleasure! What a pleasurable breath he'd had. He take the bird, spit it out, make little bone roller skates, start going down the Hollywood Hills. The rest of his life is ahead of him. He starts getting a speed wobble. <laughs> he didn't think about what would happen. <laughs> he veer off to the side, trying to do one of those truck runway things on the highway where it go in the sand. 
Ain't no sand. Just a driveway. <laughs> he fucking go in someone's room. He crashed right through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. That house, the Tate LaBianca Charles Manson murder house. <laughs> and is now inhabited by a family of five. They are screaming. It's fucking breakfast on a Tuesday. All kids gotta go to school. He does one spitting back fist. Whole family dead. <laughs> Mashed casualty. <laughs> Grandma get a call that morning. Pick up a phone. Josh, is that you? She thought he's calling for a birthday. Nope, it's police. Family's dead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now Grimace is excited, but feels kind of bad about the murder. He jumps up really high like Hancock starring Will Smith. He flies into the sky, <laughs> grab an airplane. He touched down in Saigon. His whole body's frozen solid like a woolly mammoth they discover on Expedition Arctic. He <laughs> <laughs> have to wait in the sun while he thaw. Meanwhile... A Vietnamese man, opportunist businessman walking by, he think, that a human popsicle. I'm going to sell him on the streets of Saigon. And what does he do, Pierce? Grimace becomes the hottest commodity on the streets of Ho Chi Minh City. Worth, worth more than gold. Yeah. By the way, current day Ho Chi Minh City. Grimace happened to be there when they decided to change the name over. Ho Chi Minh City mean sexy purple beast. They named New City after him. They say, we don't like a communist anymore. Grimace is a goddamn hot commodity. You walk down Ho Chi Minh Square Boulevard, goddamn posters of Grimace everywhere. They selling his holes like fucking sliced bread. They don't know what to do with them. They can't schedule enough. They're having to go two at a time. Grimace is loving his new life. He literally, when he punches out, and yes, by the way, that this whorehouse does have billable hours. It's not a cash table thing. You know, you pay at the register. Grimace is a product. You go in, you put Fingy in my wet hole. You don't care what you put in him. Grimace, every day when he goes to the fucking punch card machine, he got big old smile on his face. He go home, he fucks strut down the goddamn sidewalk. He fucking arms to his side, look into the sun, burn his retinas. Grimace is now completely blind. He doesn't know who's entering him anymore. Life is all just one grand mystery. Grimace moves up in the world. They found a way to clone Grimace, and now they have a whole franchise of whole fun. That's what's called. It's called Ho Chi Minh Whole Fun. It's like putt-putt. But for people's phalluses <laughs> and ladies, um, you can scissor his hole if you want. Even if you want, dude, you pay extra. You can put a nipple in his hole. Doesn't get very far, but you know it's the feeling that counts. Thought that counts. <laughs> Grimace has franchised his booty, and he's fucking—he's fucking spreading fast. He's spreading like a fucking outbreak of chlamydia at a goddamn horse farm. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Grimace now has to take care of all of his clones. Now they all live in the same one-bedroom apartment over Times Square, uh, Ho Chi Minh edition. <laughs> Grimace has goddamn 30 whole beasts living in this fucking apartment. <laughs> the light begins to fade in Grimace's life. He no longer smile when he clock out. He come home. He work hard hours. Fucking uh, savvy businessman working him to the, to the bone. He come home. Fucking rinse, wash, repeat, baby. Same thing as before. He come home, he turn on QVC. And the nurners be nurning all everybody. <laughs> you imagine there are 30 nurners in the house? <laughs> but it's fucking multiplied by 30. He feel like he in a nursery home. 
<laughs> he don't like it no more than what? <laughs> Bunch of grimaces running around reading the young communist handbook. They are fully indoctrinated. <laughs> he get a he get a bright idea. Light bulb happened in both of his eyes. He can't see shit. <laughs> Burr, bing bing. He just hears the sound. He is fully schizophrenic. <laughs> It's kind of like when a blind man does LSD. <laughs> he decide he's going to start a second revolution in Viet Goddamn Nam. He take the 30 grimaces by them all matching blue shirt. <laughs> Very nice blue shirt, they say, as they walk down the street, says civilians to him. Thank you for, for liking it. Also, bow to my power, he slap. <laughs> they become known as the slapping gang. They have handkerchiefs for arms. <laughs> And guns for legs. It's like the girl from Planet Terror, the movie. <laughs> the movie that Robert Rodriguez did with Quentin Tarantino. Grindhouse, they call it to this day. What's the other one? Death <laughs> Death something? Death Proof, yes. <laughs> we have seen the movies. Bruce Willis. All his little kids, uh, they're growing very fast. Uh, <laughs> every day they absorb sun. He trained them to be photosynthesists. So they're growing larger and larger, but the guns stay the same size. Look very silly. They're all 20 plus feet tall. Now he's the smallest grimace. I underestimated what I started, he says. <laughs> he stormed the Ho Chi Minh Castle. The big <laughs> That's their version of Capitol Hill, where all the lawmakers sign the bills and decide who they're going to fuck. It's on a fuck-based economy. He decided that he's going to go back to his workplace with all his slapping blue shirt crew and teach them a lesson about whose holes get reamed out for free. Also, he want to find eyeballs because he's tired of being blind. <laughs> they all run downhill. They're all doing the Naruto run. And they burst in. Huh? Whorehouse completely empty. Then what happened, Pierce? Finish it off. They say, oh no, it's a trap. <laughs> Fucking steal doors, close and close all of them. But wait. There seems to be movement behind the curtain. Who that behind the curtain? Grimace? Daddy? Turns out, the Grimace that we thought was real Grimace was the original clone Grimace. Oh. The son of God. Grimace no get sad doing nothing. This has all just been a giant experiment. Grimace look, he say, he said, Experiment failed. He Game fucking throw kerosene over everybody. He burn all of his babies. They shrieking. Then, just for the fun of it, he fucking he released the krakens. A thousand, sorry, thirty flaming grimaces descend upon the city. Much like the earliest forms of napalm. They attach to anything that they touch. <laughs> they fucking burn everything, dude. We're talking about 1997, the second burning of Ho Chi Minh City. <laughs> Government don't know what to do. They declare Grimace master leader of Vietnam. De facto God. <laughs> <laughs> the master plan is complete. Everything fell right into place. Grimace make giant throne made out of fish out in the sea. <laughs> Every morning, people go out to the beach and they pray to Grimace. Grimace is Vietnam. Vietnam is Grimace. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> Top holds a hand and 
Who's that red, white, and blue? It ain't me. It ain't me. <laughs>